Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery Fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 111, how and why to stop dragging the story with you. I may have made up the phrase dragging the story with you, and I'll tell you where it came from, which was the process I went through to stop gossiping. If you've been listening to my podcast for a long time, then you know that one of my most insidious defects of character was gossiping. It was extremely difficult for me to get over gossiping. But the result of that process was like a domino effect that sort of knocked down a whole bunch of my other defects of character. I learned a ton about myself from the whole process. If you want to learn more about how to stop gossiping, listen to episode 12, which guess what? It's called Stop Gossiping. Now, about how I learned to stop dragging stories with me. Here's what was going on for me when I did the steps and learned that I gossiped. I talked negatively about my boss behind her back for 17 years, but I didn't know that that was gossip, which is really kind of funny because the definition of gossip is talking negatively about someone behind their back. That is how much denial I was in because I'm not dumb, but I just didn't know that that was what I was doing. I felt justified like, oh, I'm just venting or I'm commiserating with other people. When I was finally able to stop gossiping about her, I was absolutely astonished at how dramatically my resentment against her went down. It was an absolute miracle. And I went, oh my God, I'm the problem. Now that doesn't mean that there was no problem. She was terribly unreliable about everything. But I magnified that difficulty so many times by talking about it over and over and over again. Not only did I talk about specific incidents over and over again, I also thought about it all the time and I fixated on it and I made a habit out of talking about all the negative things about her. Now, mind you, this was somebody that I loved dearly. She was amazing, practically brilliant, and she did many amazing things. And I did talk about those things too, but all of it was colored by my utter frustration at her inability to follow through on anything. And because I kept telling stories about her lack of reliability, I kept blaming her for the problem. And because I didn't see myself as having any part in the problem, that meant I never tried to be part of the solution. Let's let that sink in. When you keep blaming somebody else or something, else for your problems, you don't believe that you can have any part in a solution. 
which means you will never seek solutions. Ha, that's an eye-opener, isn't it? I may have actually just realized that now while I was saying it, I'm not sure if I had the insight before now. You're welcome. Now, if this same kind of situation were to happen to me now, to me now that I'm several years into recovery, I'd go to my boss and say something like, this isn't really working for me. If we can't find a way to compromise that works for both of us, I'm not going to be able to stick around. But I just didn't even see that as an option back then. I didn't see myself as having a choice. To me, there was one choice, stay and bitch. When I stopped complaining about my boss all the time and my resentment went way down, I realized that by dragging stories with me, that is telling the same stories over and over again, I blamed the other person, which made me feel like I had nothing to do with it and therefore would have nothing to do with the solution. So I wouldn't even try for a solution, which by the way, that right there is called victim mentality. Victims don't believe they have choices. Guess what? I have two episodes on victim mentality. If you're interested, they're episodes number three and 106. Now, the second thing that dragging the story did was it magnified the problem many times over. I couldn't see that until I stopped doing it, which is why my resentment against her went way down because I took the magnifying glass off of the situation by stopping to drag the stories with me. And it caused me to realize that when anything negative happens, the less you talk about it, the less it affects you. Here's an example. Let's say I was going to get on the highway in the morning and somebody wouldn't let me merge into the traffic on the highway and it really pissed me off. In the past, I would probably bitch and complain about that to others at least once, if not multiple times a day. And I'd be really upset about it, which meant not only did I get annoyed and frustrated in the moment when it happened, but I relived the frustration every single time I talked about it. And I spread the negativity of my frustration to whoever was listening to me which also caused me to get a reputation as somebody who bitches and complains about things. Now, if that were to happen to me now, I wouldn't get upset because I'm able to accept things as they're happening. Like, this is what's happening. They're not letting me on the highway. Thank you, God, for the gift of acceptance. Thank you, serenity prayer. What I learned from stopping the gossip about my boss was to stop complaining about negative things that happen, which means I now only experience them one time. I'm not reliving them over and over again. I get to live in the present moment when I do that. And the only way to have a well-lived life is to live in the present moment. And that's because that is the only point in time when you can take action and make choices, the present moment. So this idea 
about dragging the story with you everywhere you go and telling it to everybody who will listen is so important. You've got to stop dragging stories with you if you want to reduce the drama in your life and if you want to reduce the chaos and dysfunction and negativity. Now, of course, there are sometimes things that you need to process, but you don't have to gossip to manage that. Now what I do is I pick an emotionally healthy person to have an adult conversation with me about whatever is bothering me. I don't pick someone who's just going to commiserate with me and go, yeah, yeah, she's an asshole. I'll pick someone who's going to listen to me and help me to come to some kind of resolution or seek some kind of solution. So I pick one healthy person and I talk only with that person about it. In other words, I contain the information. I don't spread it around like gossip, like wildfire. And I don't cause myself more distress by talking about it over and over and over again and reliving it. Now, if after talking to this emotionally healthy and safe person and time goes by and I still don't feel like I have a resolution, then I'll go back to that same person and say, hey, can we talk about that some more? I really need to talk a little bit more about this. And if more time goes by and that still hasn't worked, then I pick another emotionally safe and healthy person. I don't go to just anybody. I don't go from person to person to person waiting to hear the response I'm looking for because I'm trying to be solution oriented. I'm trying to practice these principles in all my affairs. I'm trying to come to some kind of resolution. So, dear listener... If you are someone who's been reliving the negative shit that's been happening to you, or you're someone who complains all the time, I have a challenge for you. I challenge you to do an experiment, and here it is. For just one day, just one day, don't allow yourself to complain or talk about negative things that have happened to you just for one day and see what happens to your mood. You will be astonished at how much nicer life feels. If you do this experiment, I would absolutely love to hear from you about it. Please email me, barb at higherpowercc. I'd really love to hear about it because this has been something that has been absolutely transformative in my life. Now, if you're not already following me on Instagram, please do at Higher Power Coaching. I'd love to hear from you there. You can DM me there. Let me know that you're listening and let me know what the result of your experiment was. Um, One last thing. I'm going to be doing a free three-day workplace boundaries challenge coming up very soon. It's Friday and Saturday, June 12th and 13th at 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and 6 p.m. on Monday the 14th going to last about a half an hour each time. And even if you can't make all those dates, you should still join the group because you can watch the replays and you'll still learn all the shit everybody in the challenge is going to learn. And I'm sure I'm probably going to be giving away some kind of freebies or discounts on something. All right. Listen, remember, it is never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Oh yeah, and stop spreading the negativity. 
You deserve some peace. Talk to you next week. That's it for today. Please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful. If you like what you've heard here, you might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, then head on over to barbchat.net or you can get on my calendar for a free 20-minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.